Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yo, what's up, listeners? So what you are about to hear... Is the I'm only going to give this um, uh, precursor um, once. I'm not going to do this for every episode. But as I mentioned in the bonus episode, um, one week after each Twitch stream, I will be uploading the the audio version of the Twitch stream to all of these audio podcast formats. Now, I just want to warn you that this is audio taken directly from the Twitch stream. So there might be because the stream is a live stream and it's video the video's playing and i'm answering questions from the chat and particularly in this first one um you know that's not always going to to carry over to the audio portion so there might be some weird pauses and whatnot but that's just because this is just the audio from that twitch stream so this is the very first Twitch stream. So I also go through, you know, how the Twitch stream works in this episode. Um, so some things you might already know from the bonus episode that I did. Um, but yeah, this is how things are going to go. This is the most anticipated albums episode um, of 2020. Um, I'm uploading back to back to back um, three out of four of the Twitch streams I've done so far. Um, and then starting next week, um, I'm doing another live Twitch stream. And then a week after that, that video, um, will be available, uh, well, sorry, that, that audio will be available on this platform. So without further ado, uh, welcome to the first Twitch stream. What is up, listeners? Welcome to Thinking Outside the Boombox, your number one source for hip-hop and R&B news. My name is Ahmad, and I am your host. It's official. The very first stream on Twitch. 
I am very excited to be moving the podcast over from, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Stitcher to Twitch, live stream, more interactive. Um, One of the things that I want to point out, if you are watching on your computer, there's a few things that you can do to interact with the stream. Uh, You will find links to find all the old episodes on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, There's a link where you can donate to the podcast. Uh, There's a section where you can see the schedule. So there'll be a countdown every time I'm uh, hosting an episode. So there'll be a countdown until the next episode so you know when to tune in. Um, let's see. As well, there's a suggestion box. So if there are suggestions of things you want me to talk about in the future episodes uh, you want me to touch, uh, you can put that in the suggestion box. Also, as you can see, there's a chat box. That's if you're on mobile, um, computer, if you're watching through your PS4, there's a chat box. You can interact with me. I got my phone here so I can see the chat. Um, and I'm going to do my best to, you know, interact with the chat as we talk about hip hop and R&B today. Um, so Twitch, um, uh, Twitch is, you know, been blowing up. It's mostly used for gaming. A lot of gamers stream their games through Twitch. Um, one of the most important things you want to know is how to follow me. Um, if you're on mobile, and if you're on your computer, there should be a little heart somewhere on the screen. You click that, you're gonna be following me. You're gonna get notified whenever uh, I go live. So that's a good, easy way to get notified when the podcast goes up. Uh, other things you should know, if you can't tune in live, there are VODs. So after I finish streaming, Uh, Pretty immediately afterwards, the video of the stream should be available on Twitch. So if you go to the channel twitch.tv slash thinking outside the boombox, at the top, there'll be a tab that says videos, and that's where all the VODs will be. So, you know, I know you can always tune in live, but if you still want to get that information, go to the VODs. Um... So I'm still working out whether I'll be able to offer the audio of these VODs as a podcast on the old channel. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, that's in the work. But um, I will let you know, you know, you should be able to see uh, the best ways to interact with the podcast on the screen. So the Twitter, which is up here somewhere, uh, T-O-T-B, the podcast. And then you can always go to the website, www.thinkingoutsidetheboombox.com. Uh, we also have a Facebook, facebook.com slash T-O-T-B, the podcast. So, uh, without further ado, I think we can we can jump into it. Let's let's get started. Um, this episode, I'll be talking about the most anticipated albums of 2020. Um, I love. I always talk about how I love the end of the year because I can do my list top 
um, you know, 25 albums, top 50 songs. But I also love the beginning of the year because that's when you can really get excited about all the things that are coming in hip hop and R&B. And this year we got a lot of it. So that'll be in the Dig Deeper segment. The episodes are usually split up into three segments. First, Song of the Week. Uh, that's where I'm just going to hit you with a song that I you may not know about that I think you should know about. And so I may play a little snippet of it, but for the most part, everything that I talk about in the podcast can be found in the podcast newsletter. So actually, let me show you how you can get to the podcast newsletters. So this is the website. Um, thinkingoutsidetheboombox.com. There are two ways that you can get the podcast newsletter. First way, over there on the right, subscribe to the podcast newsletter. Put your email address in there, hit subscribe, and then your email address will go into a mailing list. And then every time there is an episode after the episode now that I'm streaming live, you will get the podcast newsletter in your inbox. Or if you don't want that, the tabs at the top of the screen, just hit newsletters. All of the newsletters are uploaded there uh, at the end of the podcast. So that's just an easy way that you can get to the podcast newsletter and an easy way that you can interact with the links or all the videos that I might tell you about to go see and things like that. So that was the first segment, Song of the Week. The second segment, Press Play. That's where I hit you with the news. That's where I really get into what's new in hip-hop and R&B. Uh, that's separated in three parts. The things you should check out. That's like new songs, new performances, music videos, all that. Then there's the rumor and announcements. So that's where you know things that are floating around may not completely be true. But if they do come to pass, I want to make sure that you heard about it here first. And then there's the upcoming and recently released albums. So that's typically albums that are released within the past two weeks or that are coming out within the next month that I think you should check out. Now, because this episode's Dig Deeper segment is the most anticipated albums, I'm going to skip that part because, you know, the upcoming albums will be talked about in that segment. And then that brings me to the Dig Deeper segment, how I end the episodes that's where I get into the big ticket topics. So album reviews, maybe we're talking about some historical rap beefs and who started what. Maybe we're spotlighting new artists or just artists that you may not have heard of. I'm going to talk about that in the Dig Deeper segment. So in this week's segment, we'll be doing the most anticipated albums. So, you know, without further ado, let's jump into the song of the week. So the song of the week for this week is actually a song that just came out a few days ago. Um, as you know, last week, or not last week, last year, Dreamville released Revenge of the Dreamers 3. Um, their uh, collaborative compilation album. And so apparently they're releasing a deluxe edition that's going to have some new songs. And one of those new songs is Buss It by Ari Lennox. Now, we first heard this song um, in the documentary they did about the Dreamville sessions. 
and she was you know performing it uh with a group of people it seems like she had just come up with it and it was dope it was dope you knew as soon as you heard it like yo she got one i was salty that it didn't end up on the album but i knew we would hear it again and here it is it's um they released it along with another song um kind of as a precursor to them releasing the deluxe edition tomorrow actually so i'm gonna play a little snippet uh the song of the week for this week is bus it by ari lennox and dreamville from the revenge of the dreamers 3 deluxe edition so that was the song of the week bus it by ari lennox so let's jump well first uh, like I said, you can find that song of the week in the podcast newsletter. So let's jump into the press play segment. The press play segment, as I mentioned, separated into three parts. Things you should check out, rumor mill and announcements, uh, upcoming recently released albums which I won't be talking about because of the Dig Deeper segment. So let's jump right into it. Um, things you should check out. Uh, as I mentioned the Revenge of the Dreamers 3 Deluxe Edition is coming out tomorrow. So they released those two songs to kind of get the hype up. So that was Buss It by Ari Lennox. And then the other one was called Still Up. It's Earth Gang and Reason from TDE. It's dope. It's a really good song. Reason is showing that he might be the, the main person on TDE to really watch out for. Um, and Earth Gang, they, they sounded good. You know, after that, the Mirrorland album last year that didn't really meet expectations, it was good to hear them with something exciting, especially with Reason. Their styles uh, meshed really well. So, yeah, you'll definitely want to check out both of those songs. Um, Hello Freestyle Part 4 by IDK. Now, you know I talked about IDK last year because he released... Um, is he real that album a uh, very conceptual album and this hello freestyle seems to be a series he's been doing for a while but this was a good way for him to start the new year putting the concepts aside and showing people that he can still spit um and that he can really spit so that song is really dope you want to check that out a uh, bunch of music videos released um this past week Summer Walker released a music video for Come Through featuring Usher, and Usher came through. He was in the music video. Um, he, he, he busted out the old school, you make me want to dance moves. Like It was a, a nice video that kind of brought the old to the new modern version that Summer Walker was giving us and combined them. It was a dope video. Drake and Future uh, released a new song called Life is Good. Now it says future featuring Drake, so it might not be a song from upcoming What a Time to Be Alive 2. It might be from a future album, but either way, it gave us What a Time to Be Alive vibes. Um, Drake is doing his slow, you know, smooth rap in the beginning, and then the beat switches and future turns up. Um, now, one of the things about the first What a Time to Be Alive is I feel like Drake conceded to future. It was all future beats and Drake was rapping over them. 
Um, if we do get What a Time to Be Alive 2, I want to see a mesh of those styles. Like, they, they sound great together, but I want to see Future go on some, like, 40 produced beats or Boy Wonder or something like that. So we'll see. But the Life is Good music video they released as well as the song. And the music video is ridiculous. It features them doing these, like, regular jobs, like they're picking up trash putting it in a garbage truck they're working in a restaurant like a lot of crazy stuff being mechanics um but it's a it's a nice video that shows awesome personality um so mac miller uh there's a new song by mac miller called good news because and i'm i'm giving away a lot of the information from the anticipated albums but this is important uh they're releasing a posthumous album by Mac Miller called Circles. And I'll get more into that later. But the first single for the song is called Good News. And they released a music video along with it. It's super wholesome. The song is really wholesome. It's like that soft, slow Mac. Just like kind of optimistic and also sad at the same time. Um... It's a really good song. I don't think it'll be the best song on this album, but it was good. And the music video, it'll get you in your feels. Um, so yeah, definitely check out that music video. Uh, what else? Rhapsody dropped off the music video for Affinity off of her album Eve. That was dope. Check that out. Uh, Wale dropped off a music video for his song Love, Her Fault, which features Bryson Tiller. That was dope. It also featured a cameo from that, uh, what's her name? I think her name is Brittany. She's on Wildin' Out. She's a comedian you see on Instagram all the time with a high-pitched voice. She made a cameo. Uh, Stormzy made his U.S. TV debut on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, and he performed his song, Crown. Now, I typically don't listen to a lot of the... Um, I'm sorry, I just saw in the chat Awkward Black Girl said Ari Lennox feels that Erica Badu shaped hole in my life Me too, me too um, You know, a lot of people are starting to publicly recognize Ari Lennox Even like her peers is saying like Yo, this was, you was on your Erica Badu vibes So it's not just us Like the people recognize like Ari, she could be the next Erica Badu, even though Erica Badu is still here. But you know, she's kind of like the modern version. Um, thank you for that comment. Um, so, uh, what was I talking about? Stormzy. I don't. I typically don't um, listen to too much UK rap. Uh, the style just doesn't really work for me. But there are always a few songs from Skepta. Always a couple songs from Stormzy that are like, oh, this is pretty good. And Crown, this was a really good song. He's showing off his singing chops. Um, and this is off of his album that he released last year. I think it's Heavy as the Head. And I'm definitely going to gonna get more into that album because this was a nice um, introduction to it. And that's exactly what he wanted from making this debut on Fallon is more people know Stormzy now. He did a great job with this performance. They're going to listen to his music. Um, so definitely check out that performance. James Blake, he said one of his resolutions for this year is to do more stuff uh, at the piano instead of at the computer. And so, interestingly enough, he did both because he posted an Instagram video of him uh, playing a cover of Godspeed by Frank Ocean. 
um, and he was playing the piano and singing it, and it's it's pretty great. Um, if you didn't know, James Blake helped write Godspeed, so it was kind of fitting that he um, did his own cover of it. He didn't really change much, but you know, the cover with his own voice. So I actually want to play a little bit of that. So, you know, Awkward Black Girl said, this is better than the original. Sorry, Frank. That's facts. It is. James Blake, he, he definitely sung it better. Um, I need more James Blake. You know, he released an album. I don't think that was 2019. If it was, it was very early 2019. But he's got a really good voice. And specifically... I wish I could just get an album of James Blake covers because he's done these covers in the past where he's just covering other people's music. A lot of times it's music that he wrote. Um, he's very good at it. So I'd love to get more of that. Um, so yeah, definitely check that out. Let's see what else. Okay, let's talk for a little bit about Drake's Rap Radar episode. So, Rap Radar is a podcast. Um, actually, let me real quick look up who the hosts are. I wanna, I wanna get their names right and everything. So, the hosts are Elliot Wilson and Brian B. Miller. Um, so, they've been doing this podcast for ages. They're both respected in the like hip hop journalism field. Um, and so, they did a episode where they interviewed Drake and this is a big deal because Drake doesn't really do interviews like that and it was a two-hour interview it's on YouTube it's probably on their podcast channel as well but Drake says a lot they and they ask him a lot like all the controversies that Drake has had over the past few years everything they talk to him about it and so I think it was a very important Drake interview I appreciated the insight he gave us into everything, his album making process, his response to the culture vulture accusations and how he's like, look, the people who are making these accusations are jealous, to be honest, because I was invited into that space or I didn't invite them to create with me. But the the real OGs who do this, they know that I'm solidified. And it's like, okay. Um, and he and he also talked about how he always like you know gives back and allows like these artists to be on his uh, projects and things like that. So he talked about how he does have classic albums. How he even he himself said that he's not a great singer, which I was just glad that he recognized that. Um, and then he he also addressed the ghostwriting accusations. He addressed the Pusha T and Kanye beef. And this is where, this is the one part of the interview that I was like, Drake, this ain't it. You, this ain't it. There's a specific part that I want to play for you, actually, from the interview. Uh, so let's do that now. Seance. <laughs> but do you feel like you crossed the line when you talking about Pusha? Um, you mentioned his woman, you know, the Duppy freestyle, like. He has a point. He can say, yo, you brought up my lady's name. Oh, all bets are off the table. That's fine. You know, like I said, we all think differently, right? right. And even like, you know, even in, even in the Me and Meek situation, if you listen back to those records, and it's something that we talked about before too, if you listen back, yeah, it's, you know, we, like, 
<laughs> we didn't really go that crazy mm. on each other. Yeah. And we left Nick out of it, and we left kind of family out of it mm. for the most part. Like we it's both just knew each other more yeah. stuff about each other that you didn't go to. Also, that's yeah, it's well whether whether there was information that didn't get revealed or not. The point is like I, there's just some unwritten rules in the sport for some people. Obviously yeah. not for him, and that's fine, you know. Um, and he's just made an entire career off of it, you know. And some people like his music. I personally don't, because I don't believe any of it. And I like to listen to guys that I believe. Mm. But um, but you were a Clips fan. You had the sign mic and all that stuff. So yeah, I, don't have that to have that I still idol. have it upstairs. So it was it was the part where he said that Pusha T made a career out of this beef. Like, come on, man. Like, you know that's not true. Pusha T is solidified in the game. Whether I believe that he's actually out here slinging rocks, I don't know. I don't know. So you may have a point with that, but he didn't make a career off of this beef. Drake, you don't have to believe anything that he raps. There's a lot of people that don't believe a lot of things that you rap. I'm, I'm a Drake fan, but, I mean, let's be real. Not all rappers rap about real stuff. The ones that do get a lot of respect for it, but in this day and age, you got to know that that's not what hip-hop is. But the fact that you're trying to dismiss Pusha T's whole career because of this situation, which you you know have a lot of personal feelings invested in this, and you lost an idol and a friend and Kanye and all of that, I understand, but that wasn't the... That wasn't the, the hill to die on that, you know, Pusha T made a career off of this beef. He didn't. He 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 won the beef. He kind of destroyed you. Um, but that's fine. We can move on. We can all move on. But you got to move on. You can't see, you know, the beef was over. We were ready to move on. And then you dropped Scorpion and there were just veiled hits all over it. And it's like, if you're not going to respond because you didn't want to take that route, then you can't respond even a little bit. Um, Movie Man 691 in the chat said, was brave of Drake to admit that he's not a great singer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we all knew it. You know, we, we've heard it. I mean, he's he's a, a perfectly okay singer you know and the way his production is and the way the arrangements are he can make some songs that we really feel and like even though there are dozens to hundreds of r&b singers that could sing his songs better than him we we respect it you know because he could do a lot of other things and he he melds the the singing and the rapping in a nice way but we all knew, and I'm glad that he knows as well. <laughs> Awkward Black Girl said he would lose some high school talent shows. <sighs> ouch. Ouch. I mean, you're not wrong, but ouch. Um, so let's jump to the rumor mill and the announcements. Just a few things. Uh, Cardi B, she's tied Lauryn Hill's Miseducation album with 91 weeks on the Billboard 200. Um, we all know that streaming is a huge influence nowadays, but that it's still very impressive that she's been on the charts since that album dropped 
mid-2018. So, shout out to Cardi. Um, Coachella lineup has dropped. Bonnaroo lineup has dropped. Um, you can find all that in the podcast newsletter for more information. But Coachella, um, some of the headliners, Travis Scott, Frank Ocean, Run the Jewels will be there, Megan Thee Stallion, Big Sean, DaBaby, Summer Walker, Ari Lennox. Coachella sounds pretty tight. Um, Bonnaroo, DaBaby, Megan Thee Stallion, Run the Jewels. Nelly, he's going to be performing the Country Grammar album in its entirety. Jid, Denzel Curry. So some nice stuff there as well. Um, Prince is getting an all-star Grammy tribute. I think it's going to be like a week after the Grammys. They're doing like a whole show uh centered around um, his music and it's I think it's gonna be done well like there's a lot of people involved including let's see Beck Common Foo Fighters Her Earth Wind and Fire St. Vincent Mavis Staples Chris Martin Gary Clark Jr. Juanes um, and Prince's former drummer Sheila E she's the musical director um, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis are also musical directors on it um, Morris Day, The Time, and Prince's old band, The Revolution, are going to be there. So this is a big deal. You know, this tribute is going to be done correctly. So um, I'm excited for that. Um, finally, the Neptunes are reuniting. According to Chad Hugo, he said that him and Pharrell are getting back together. They're going to do some work with Jay-Z, with some other people. And I'm excited for that, you know. You, you could argue out of all of the segments of Pharrell's career, so like his solo music, his Neptune's work, his NERD work, that the Neptune's work is the most exciting. I mean, they produced some hits, and the fact that they're going to get together and possibly produce some more for some, you know, some more modern artists, I'm excited about that. Um, so that is it for the press play segment. I'm not going to get into upcoming and recent release albums because, um, I'm going to do that in the dig deeper segment. So going to take a very brief intermission and then I'll be right back with the dig deeper segment. Welcome to the Dig Deeper segment. Um, this week, as I mentioned, I'll be talking about the most anticipated albums of 2020. Um, you know, we've had a lot of really good years of hip hop and R&B. Um, 2018 was an excellent year. I think that was one of my favorites of the past decade. But 2020 is setting up to be a pretty serious contender. Um, so I've separated... Um, the anticipated album list into a few segments. Um, you'll be able to find this list on the website. Um, if you go to the website, there's a actually I can I can just show you. Um, if you go to the website at the top, you see extra content. Um, after you click extra content, there'll be a portion that says most anticipated albums of 2020. And I'm going to be constantly updating that list throughout the year. So if you ever want to know about like, when is that album by Travis Scott coming out or whatever, 
you can go to the the website and check. Um, this will also be in the podcast newsletter. So, um, separated into a few segments. There's the albums with release dates, which I have assigned like a 90 plus percent chance that it gets released. Like these are albums that we were told they were going to be released on this date or this month. And I believe them. Um, then there's the albums without release dates. So we were told that the album would come out this year or there's a pretty really good chance they'll come out this year, but there's no date yet. I say 65 to 89% chance they get released. Then there's the, um, let's see, what did I call it? The artists with no sign of a project, but it would make sense if they dropped. I've always talked about how most artists release on the schedule whether they plan that schedule or not I would say like every two years the average artist you can expect an album every two years unless you're future you're dropping like three times a year or unless you're Kendrick you're dropping or Beyonce every three years maybe four Um, but most artists is every two years so the artists in this list um, it's like I don't know that they are releasing a project, but if they drop, it makes sense. So 50% chance I assign to those. And then there's the maybes. This is 0 to 25% chance. Albums that were rumored. Albums that I I just don't know if we're actually going to get that in 2020. So those go on this list. So let's start with the albums with release dates. Um, So let me scroll back up. Um, January, this month. Um, we already got one of them. Mick Jenkins, Chicago artist, rapper, really good hip hop artist, soulful. He released an album, The Circus. He just dropped it last Friday. I haven't listened to it yet, but it's high on my list because Mick Jenkins is an amazing rapper. So that came out on the 10th. Um, the 16th, tomorrow, Dreamville dropping Revenge of the Dreamers 3, the deluxe edition. Now, we knew there were tons of tracks left in the vault, and it looks like we're going to get a lot more of them. You know, they're, they're trying to keep the buzz up about their release. You know, TDE is set to have a big year this year. So I think it's smart for Dreamville to be like, look, I know all these TDE artists are going to drop this year. Don't forget about Dreamville. Remember all that good music we gave you last year? We got more of it. We made 150 songs. We only gave you 18. So, you know, they're they're trying to keep us on their minds. Um, so I'm interested to see how many new songs we get. Because usually on a deluxe edition, I might only expect like four. Um, so we'll see. That comes out tomorrow. So I'm excited about that. Um, 070 Shake is releasing her album Modus Vivendi. Um, I'm intrigued with her as an artist. Um, She's unique, doing something different. So I'm excited to see what a full album from her could sound like because I've only heard a song here, a song there. So that comes out this Friday on the 17th. Also on the 17th, Circles by Mac Miller. So I talked about this earlier. Um, This is a big deal. Apparently, Mac was working on this album, Circles, as a companion album to the album he released in 2018, Swimming, which he released before he died. Um, This uh, statement comes from his estate. They said, 
Here we are. The act of having to write this at all feels surreal. At the time of his passing, Malcolm was well into the process of recording his companion album to Swimming entitled Circles. Two different styles complementing each other, completing a circle, swimming in circles was the concept. He had been working with John Bryan, who after hearing some early versions of songs, cleared his calendar to help Malcolm fine-tune them. After his passing, John dedicated himself to finishing circles based on his time and conversations with Malcolm. We are eternally grateful to John and to those who gave their best to the difficult and emotional task of putting out this body of work. This is a complicated process that has no right answer, no clear path. We simply know that it was important to Malcolm for the world to hear it. One of the most difficult decisions in the process is how best to let people know about it, how to communicate meaningfully while keeping sacred what should be kept sacred. So this will be the only post on any of his channels. Information regarding this release, his charity, and Malcolm himself will be found at 92 Till Infinity. I think that's an Instagram or Twitter page. Thank you to all the fans who supported him unconditionally through the years. We miss him. We are left to imagine where Malcolm was going and to appreciate where he was. We hope you take the time to listen. The look on his face when everyone was listening said it all. With humility and gratitude, Malcolm's family. So, I'm excited about this. Um, you know, Mac Miller was obviously gone too soon. So, the thought that we could get a new album that he had worked on before he died that John Bryan can kind of flesh out and like give to us. And John Bryan, like, he was the producer on Late Registration and Graduation by Kanye. He's a true legend who is definitely trustworthy enough uh, to have faith in this project. Um, so I'll be excited to hear, you know, the finality of Max Concept. So that comes out this Friday or, you know, midnight on Friday. Um, the 24th of January, Migos is dropping Culture 3. This album was supposed to drop last year, but it seemed it got pushed for their solo efforts, specifically Offset's. Um, their solo projects didn't really land. Um, all three of them. Like, I think All Sets was the best, but they showed while releasing those solo projects their best as a group. And they oversaturated the market with Culture 2. But honestly, I think we could all use some new Migos hits. Hopefully, they don't feel a 25 song album with mostly lackluster tracks. Um, give, me, give me 15, 17, 15 songs and make eight of them like really hit and i'll be satisfied um this is when they love to drop uh around the end of january they want to start the year off with new migos music i respect that that's coming on the 24th uh royce to five nine also dropping a new album on the 24th the allegory um it's gonna be lyrical uh it's gonna be tough it's gonna be very good hip-hop at its finest um, and then in January, with no date, I guess, but we got a month, uh, Party Next Door. I don't know what it's going to be called. It was previously going to be called Club Atlantis, but it, it could have changed by now. But he did say this album is being released in January. It's been on this list for at least two years, but he released two new singles toward the end of last year, one of them with Drake. Um, and he said the album was coming out in January. So 
you got 15 days uh, party 16 um let's move to february young thug dropping his album punk that's what he said that's what his label says we'll see but young thug is really serious about this album he says it's going to be better than so much fun which got a lot of critical acclaim last year so we'll see if young thug can deliver another great project um brent fayez february 7th is dropping an album called fuck the world 10 tracks um expect him to put in some work and impress as more than just the dude that sung the hook on crew by Golding. even though he's been silently killing with the group sonder for a minute now i'm excited to see what he does on this project so that's it for the albums with release dates people don't like to give us too many release dates past the first quarter of the year this early uh maybe because they don't know because they're still working on the projects but typically i only get through like half of february and then it's all unknown dates so let's go to that 65 to 89 percent chance of release in my opinion absol td is said to have a big year i don't have a title yet but absol has said i'm dropping this year that's exciting. We haven't gotten an Absol project 2016, maybe 2014. I think it was 2016 though. Um, very lyrical, very intelligent. The wordplay is on point. Um, knows how to make a hit. And the fact that we haven't heard from him in a while, I think might mean that he's got something special to give us. So look out for Absol's project. Alicia Keys is dropping her album called Alicia, but it's, I think it's an anagram because there's dots in between each letter, but she didn't say what it means, so I hate when they do that. But she's set to have a big year. She's hosting the Grammys for the second time. Um, her performance from last year's Grammys had everyone wanting more music from her because of how good it was. She's releasing her memoir in the second quarter of the year. And she's set to release her seventh studio album. Um, she released a, a couple singles. Show Me Love, that song with Miguel, really good. And then she released a song called Underdog, which is, it's very like Rise Up, Poppy, Alicia Keys, which isn't my favorite version. Like I want Diary, As I Am, R&B, Alicia Keys. But maybe she's not in the, the space to make that music. Maybe she's a inspirational alicia keys now i don't know we'll see um but i haven't been seriously excited about an album since as i am uh, so i hope for the best here and i wouldn't be surprised if she lines up the release of the album with the memoir so maybe we get this second quarter um asap rocky you know after all the drama he had over in sweden i think it was he's releasing a new album called all smiles expect him to address all of that um testing was an experimental like good album uh last 2018 2018 um so it'll be interesting to see after he's had some really real experiences how he addresses them in his music or if he just brushes them off which i could see it going either way so all smiles by asap rocky um big sean dropping an album this year previously we thought it was called don life but he's disputed that um he released three songs last year overtime single again and berserk 
Um, he's been taking vocal lessons, piano lessons. He promised a more melodic tone on his next album. Um, this is definitely going to drop this year. It's time for him to remind everyone how serious of a rapper he is. Because most of them seem to forget. So I'm very excited for a Big Sean album. Bryson Tiller finally, I think, dropping his album Serenity. You know, he was struggling with depression when he released his album True to Self. And he said it showed in the music. Like, we didn't really like True to Self as much. And he didn't really like True to Self that much. So... Since then, he's been busy living life with his new boo. Um, said he didn't want to release this project until it's perfect. Um, but after the criticism of True to Self, I expect the best project that he's released thus far. And he's been very visible. Um, he was on a Wale song. He's been featured on a lot of songs. And he even released a couple of songs last year. So I think, you know, the pressure is on. I think we're going to get this album this year. So Serenity by Bryson Tiller. Cardi B, I don't have any information. Um, she played around and said that the album would be called Tiger Woods, but that's not true. But it's time for Cardi to drop another project. Um, if any of the like hype and praise we gave Cardi for Invasion of Privacy, it's going to stick. She's got to come through with a sophomore project and it's got to be decent, you know. So I think she'll drop this this year. That's going to be a big deal. Drake, he's dropping this year. Um, he said it and, you know, he just needs to. Um, Cole and Kendrick are dropping this year and he mentioned that Rap Radar interview. Yeah, movie man, Tiger Woods. I don't know. I don't, I don't know why Cardi would even name that but i'm glad it's not going to be called that um it's a good decision but you know how cardi likes to play around um drake sorry drake he's dropping um he mentioned in the interview like me cole kendrick like the people that i am constantly like competing with like this is our year to figure out who's gonna make a long lasting impression for the next decade like I loved about that interview that he was like contextualizing his career and like saying like, yo, the three of us, we're the top dogs, no pun intended for Kendrick, we're the top dogs and this year we got to show what we're really about. Personally, Drake needs to bring it. Um, I don't expect another Take Care. I think when you listen to Take Care, you can tell it was a 2013 album like the some of the best albums i think when you listen to them they kind of bookmark the time period that they were released like you can you know like okay this sounds like a 2013 album because of what he was talking about the the sound of the album um so i don't expect another trade care take care but i need drake to rap like I know he's going to sing, um, but I don't want 90-minute album. I don't want an A or a B-side. Um, I don't want to hear about Pusha T. I don't want to hear about Kanye. But I need you to assert some dominance. Really rap, because you lost a lot of respect from a lot of people in the game, whether it was the ghostwriting allegations, whether it was the Pusha T beef. Um, not saying that the allegations were true, but they came up and some people believe it. So 
you gotta just like really come through with some serious hits and you know some serious bars so drake's dropping this year i would imagine summer he loves the summer like that's just that's drake so i would i would say july i would expect a drake album um but you know the way the industry moves he might catch wind of when cole is dropping he might catch wind of when kendrick's dropping and he made fun of kanye for moving his release date around drake's but it would behoove drake and i know he's you know the biggest hip-hop star we have right now but maybe don't release within two weeks of either of those dudes like carve out your own section of this year and make it yours and don't even give them the opportunity to to butt up against that sure it would be fun like i remember 2013 um cole dropped born center mac miller dropped uh watching movies with the sound off and kanye dropped yeezus i think it was yeezus and yeah drake needs to tone down and show up definitely right movie man definitely um yeah and all three of those dudes dropped i almost remember the exact date it was like june 18th or something like that 2013 but they all dropped and it was like, yo, new Kanye, Mac Miller actually had a dope album to compete in Born Center. It was great for the fans. Um, but unless you know you got the best album out of those three, maybe you don't want to start a competition like that. Um, 50 Cent probably regrets starting that graduation competition against Kanye with his Curtis album and maybe he doesn't because 50's different and people still listen to that album because they wanted to get into that but you know maybe don't do that so Drake will drop this here Frank Ocean now I don't know anything but here's here's what I'm thinking Frank released two singles last year DHL In My Room if you're you're listening, oh, I remember it was my birthday. I was super pumped, movie man. Yeah, yeah, it was an insane month, insane month for music. I I loved that that month in that competition. Um, Frank Ocean released two songs uh, last year. DHL in my room. Uh, go on your music, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever. Look at the cover art for those singles at the bottom of the of the cover art there are 17 silhouettes and i think some of them are cut off on one of the singles but there's 17 silhouettes lining the bottom of the artwork and a different one is highlighted for each song what that tells me is that frank ocean has a 17 song album ready to go each one of the songs on that album is going to correspond to one of those silhouettes and these two dhl in my room were like the first singles that he was going to release maybe he'll release two more that's still 13 new songs i think frank ocean's got an album this year also he's headlining coachella so you know he could pull a beyonce and do old music um to headline coachella but that doesn't seem like frank's thing i don't think he could pull it off to be honest um I think he's got some new music to share so i'm very excited about that 
Um, Blonde was very good. He wasn't Channel Lawrence, but I still respect Blonde and I liked it. So um, I'm excited for a new Frank Ocean album. Uh, stay tuned. Future, Gunna, Lil Baby, Young Thug, all four of them getting together to drop Super Slimy 2. Um, it's going to be exactly how it sounds. Super Slimy. Um, I don't know what that means, but it's going to be good. When the, the four of them or even two of them get together, they make some serious hits, some trap hits. And getting all four of them together on an album or mixtape, whatever it ends up being, it's going to be insane. So definitely expect some heat and some of the best like trap bangers to come off that album. I think we're going to get it this year. Um, <laughs> I'm guessing Awkward Black Girl is saying ew to the super slimy comment. I mean, the music is going to be super slimy. Trust. Um, future. Look, he always drops. Count on it. He always drops. I did the research. He has dropped some sort of album, mixtape, or EP every year of his career except 2013. And I think he started in like 2012. So that's 2012 to 2019. That's like seven years minus 2013. Six years, maybe seven, he's dropped a project every year. And some years, multiple projects. He will drop this year. Count on it. Gucci Man, he always drops, count on it. He has dropped at least two albums every year since he got out of jail in 2016. He will drop, count on it. Future, Gucci Man, we will get new albums from them this year. They, they have tons of music and they love to let us hear it. We will get new albums from them. Um, her, um, like I said, artists have their patterns. And if you notice for her, she has a pattern of releasing two EPs a year before she combines them into an album and then adds a few new songs. She did that for that first album, her, and she did it for I Used to Know Her. So uh, I think we'll get one or two new her EPs this year. Maybe we get one in April one in October, and then in 2021, she combines them, puts a few new songs on there. That's what I'm going to believe will happen unless she leaves the pattern to do something else. Because, you know, she's been nominated for Grammys two years in a row, and I think Album of the Year two years in a row, which is insane. Um... So maybe she's like, all right, it's time to do something different. I'm being recognized. But the pattern stands as of right now. So I'm expecting that. Um, J. Cole, The Fall Off. He teased it with the 1985 track at the end of KOD. He says he's dropping a new project, The Fall Off. Um, I'm excited for it. There will probably be no features. He said he was back to not giving out features. So We'll see. We'll see what mind state Cola's in. It'll probably have a few songs from the Dreamville sessions on it, um, but I expect it to be something exciting because Cole has had a really good run of really good albums. So I'm excited for that. Jid, to be announced, no title, but 
Dreamville members, um, Earth Gang, confirmed that Jid was dropping this year. So expect some serious heat. DiCaprio 2 was one of the best albums in 2018. And Jid has become solidified. He featured on so many songs last year. People know about Jid. And he's going to come with something else to prove. So whatever album he drops, I think will be dope. Joyner Lucas, his ADHD album. He just left his label at Atlantic, so this is going to be released independently, but expect some serious lyricism. Um, He got Grammy nominations last year, so it's time to follow that up with an impressive project. Um, This was on the list last year, so hopefully it actually drops. Kendrick. It's time. We all know it's time. Kendrick has made four amazing albums. And I'd argue he's been the greatest concept artist of this decade. Sometimes you just know when something great is coming. And 2020 is the time for the new K-Dot. I don't even know what to expect. Like after after Damn and the whole playing it backwards and the Tupac poem stuff on To Pimp a Butterfly and the way the story was weaved in Good Kid Shot City or Shy City, that's my Twitter handle. Um, Good Kid Mad City. Uh, it's amazing. He's a really great artist and he's been very quiet. So, somebody as good as him, when he's very quiet, I expect them to like jump back into the mainstream and into, you know, our knowledge. So, yeah, been a very long time since Kendrick dropped. It's time for a new project. Um,. Kid Cudi, he's dropping a project called Intergalactic, one word, enter with an E. Um, he also announced that every song from this album will have a 30-minute Netflix show attached to it. Executive produced by Kenya Barris, who made Blackish. Um, I think that's a cool idea. Um, and I think Kenya Barris being involved makes me believe that the idea will be executed well. Because without Kenya Barris and Kid Cudi just saying, yeah, every song will have a 30-minute Netflix show, I'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, that'll be great. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, just give me the album. Um, but Kenya, I, I trust in Kenya. So... Um, I think the series should be... <laughs> yeah, that was a shameless plug for my Twitter. I didn't even do it on purpose. It's, it's just up here. Um, I think Kenya attached to this project is a big deal. And I'm excited for more solo Kid Cudi so I don't have to feel a little guilty for listening to um, Kitsy Ghost because Kanye was attached to it, but I wanted to hear Cudi. But now it's, it's Cudi's project, and I'm excited for him to get back to it. Um, Little Wayne... You know, he came back uh, 2018, dropped the Carter 5. It was a lot. Um, I thought it would be his last because before all the Birdman controversy, he said Carter 5 was going to be his last album. But I guess because of all that controversy, that changed some things. He's releasing an album called Funeral. Um, His track record with releasing things is not high, and that's not completely his fault. But we'll see on this one. Yes, uh, Movie Man. I am also waiting for Man on the Moon 3. We will never get it. It's never going to happen. I think he's moved past it. Um, And it's possible that Intergalactic could be 
stylistically close to what we would have expected from that but i think conceptually and just like in his heart cuddy has moved past that entire thing which is sad because finishing that concept would have been really great um but you know i think the cutty we got on kitsy ghosts was you know the closest we've gotten to that old cutty in a while so hopefully he can keep that going on intergalactic um no name she's been going through it an album called factory baby she this may be her last album she seems fed up with the music industry with expectations and she says her heart isn't in it anymore which is very sad because you know room 25 i think that's the name of the album it's an amazing album she's put out amazing music before that um if this is her last album that's more than enough reason to look out for it but I hope she changes her mind. I don't know if she will. She's gotten really invested in this book club that she's doing. Yeah, yeah. No name it is really good, but something something's happened. She I remember she had a bunch of tweets where she was like, I don't want to perform for white people anymore. She was like, I go to Coachella or something like that. And it's just like a sea of white people and that's just not the spaces I want to perform for and stuff like that. So she's there's a lot going on that she's just like, I I don't want to be a part of this anymore. So I hope she changes her mind. But, you know, for her own mental health and self-care, you know, do what's best for you. Um, I'm sure Factory Baby is going to be amazing. And the book club actually seems really cool. Um, it's like a dollar a month at the lowest level. Um and yeah, it's like a virtual book club, but there are also like meetups. I think there was one in Chicago uh, in November, at the end of November, beginning of December. And yeah, so she's very excited about it. So I'm glad to see her really in that. Um, yeah, Factory Baby by No Name. Playboy Cardi, whole lot of red. Um, he said that he's got bars and he wants to show the world he can really rap. And that it's unlikely to have any features, this album. Um, that completely contrasts the style of his very popular album, Die Lit. So I'm excited. I'm interested to see what we actually get with Whole Lot of Red. Um, Playboy Cardi, he's really good for a vibe. Um, you may not always know what he's saying, but the fact that he wants to focus on the bars for this album, I'm all for it. Um, whole lot of red by Playboy Cardi this year. Reason from TDE, no album title. Um, he announced that his debut label album on TDE will release this year, so I'm pretty confident uh, that it's coming out. He had a monster 2018. He signed to TDE. He re-released his debut album, and he had a fire verse on the Black Panther soundtrack. He followed that up with a dope verse on Revenge of the Dreamers three. And two new singles. So the anticipation is high for a solid debut. And TD rarely misses on debuts, if you think about it. Um, so yeah, spec reason to drop. <laughs> Rihanna. Um, she was busy with Fenty. You know, Savage Fenty, the laundry line, the makeup, a bunch of other ventures. For the past three years, 
Um, it's been four years since Anti. We spent most of last year waiting for this album, mostly because she said it would drop last year. And she spent most of last year being annoyed at the fans for asking for the album and like trolling people on Twitter, talking about there's this really funny gif or video of this dog like jumping up and down in a box and she was like this is me listening to r9 um while not releasing it to the fans so she's trolling us um but this has to be the year right we're hearing more about the whole shaggy not wanting audition for the album um amazon paid 25 million dollars for a rihanna documentary last year it's been in the work for years, but maybe it's going to release with a new album. I think that's likely. So I'm not holding my breath, but I think we get Rihanna's album. I don't know if it's actually called R9 or if that's just what we're referring to it as because it's her ninth album. But I'm going to say it drops this year and that's going to be a big deal. Run the Jewels, dropping Run the Jewels 4. They aim to make the rawest, grittiest record of their discography. I'm in. Run the Jewels 4, it's going to be, I expect it to be hard hitting like the rest of their albums. So, Spillage Village, who I did an episode when I was doing my Meet Dreamville series. Spillage Village is Jid, Earth Gang, Mareba, Hollywood JB, a few other people. Um, so they're like people associated with Dreamville and a few of them are in Dreamville. Um, that they were a group before most of them signed to Dreamville. Um, it started with the Earth Gang members um, in Jid when they were in college. Um, they have said we're getting a new Spillage Village album. That's exciting. That's honestly, I bet they did a lot of those songs in the Dreamville sessions. So expect some some features that'll be really tight too. So excited for the Spillage Village album. SZA confirmed last week that we're getting new music um thank you for the follow movie man um she confirmed last week we're getting new music in 2020 so get ready because she took over 2017 with control like huge year for SZA she had that scare where she was like her voice might forever be messed up but that didn't end up happening so I'm excited that she said we're getting new music um I'd be upset if by new music she meant I'm gonna drop a couple songs, but I would I would guess that means an album. So excited for a new SZA. Um, the Weeknd and his album Chapter Six. Um, this would be his sixth project if you include his starter mixtapes. So um, House of Balloons. Uh, I forget what the name of those. Tuesday, Echoes of Silence, then Kissland. Beauty Behind the Madness, uh, Starboy, I don't know, maybe it isn't six, I don't know why it would be called chapter six, I thought there were six, but I forgot about Starboy, so that would make this a seven, I don't know, um, I'm expecting something special here, his foray back into the darkness with My Dear Melancholy, um, I'm, expect I'm expecting something special after that, um, he brought the heat already with Heartless, um, and he dropped another single last year, I think it was called like Blinding Light or something like that, so expect this to drop relatively early, I would guess the second quarter, like April, May, I would say we get a new weekend album, 
Tierra Whack. Um, look, she dropped like six singles last year. Uh, she has to follow those up with the debut album. I thought it would have been last year, um, but it never came. Um, she did say back in May that she wasn't thinking about a timeline, but I know her label is probably thinking about a timeline. So I'm going to say we get a new tier of whack album this year. Um, Ty Dolla Sign announced he's dropping an album, Dolla Sign Season. You know, he, he's got an incredible work ethic. He has a great voice. I expect that album to be exciting. Usher, he said he's dropping an album this year, Confessions 2. So his last album came out in 2016. Um, it was called Hard to Love. And it was well... Hard to love, I would say. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Um, it seems like he's trying to get back to that musical space that we all loved. He's tapped Brian Michael Cox and Jermaine Dupree for this album. So it seems like he's trying to get into the same creative vibe that he was in when he made Confessions. Hopefully, for like the people around him's sake, he's not getting into the same... like mental vibe as he was for confessions so i want this album to succeed and to be amazing we'll see what happens um so artists with no sign of a project but it would make sense if they dropped i say 50 percent chance of release 21 savage boss from dreamville bruno mars it's been a minute um the baby um, he's shown himself to be a workhorse who can churn out music with ease. He released two albums last year. Um, he's already said that he's releasing new music this year. So don't be surprised if he's got more in store. DJ Khaled. Um, I did the research. He's had a 13-year-long career. He's dropped 11 albums. Um, he's released albums three years in a row. Two separate times and he's released albums four years in a row once so with a year break between 2017's grateful album and last year's father of Assad, i think you know we might be on track for like at least two straight years of catalyst albums if he prescribes to the same patterns um so yeah i wouldn't be surprised if he gets right back to it this year um lma wouldn't be surprised if she dropped an album this year. Isaiah Rashad uh, from TDE. I think the rumors are that he's dropping. So you might be able to expect that. Janae Aiko, especially after the music she gave us about Big Sean last year. She's clearly been in the booth. Maybe we'll get an album. Um, Joey Badass. John Legend. Um, you know, you had that new song on This Is Us um, that aired yesterday. Maybe a new album coming. Kalani, she dropped off While We Wait last year, which seems like While We Wait for her album. So, Megan Thee Stallion, you know, she did drop Fever last year, but, you know, I can see her dropping again. I think she's got, you know, the same type of work ethic as DaBaby, so I would expect to see an album from her. Rach Rimmerd, probably going to drop Swim Life 4 this year. Vince Staples, I think he could drop. So, yeah, I would say 50% chance of release on those. And then there's the maybes, zero to twenty-five percent chance. Black Star, no, no title. Um, I reported this on last year's list. Most Def had announced that it would happen, but.
but Talib Kweli didn't seem too informed. Um, so this is a big maybe as the group doesn't seem to be on the same page. But Mad Lib, who was supposed to be producing it, did say in November that the album was in the mixing stage. But I don't know. I don't really know who to trust here. Um, Childish Gambino. He promised one final Gambino album. I had this on the list last year. I thought it would drop after he had that huge 2018 um, but I would consider this closer to the zero than the 25% chance. Drake and Future's What a Time to Be Alive. After releasing that new single, this can probably move up to... Uh, I would say this is going to drop this year. Um, they've been teasing it all year, all last year. Drake's in album mode. Future Never Leaves album mode. So it's likely we get this album this year. Um, Ghetto Sage, which is a group comprised of No Name... Saba and Smino. Smino hinted that they dropped an album last year. We got no album, but they did formally announce the name of their group as Ghetto Sage, and they dropped a song called Hagendas. So, you know, this maybe this will change because of No Name not wanting to make any more music, but hopefully we get Factory Baby and we get a new album from the three of them because the two songs, three now with Hagendas that they've done together, has been pretty great. Um, Nas his experiment with Kanye was a dud he said that the Wyoming experience was weird and that he had an album he was working on before Nazir that had worked with Swiss Beats RZA and that we won't have to wait long for it Um, I'll take that with a grain of salt especially since this album was on this list last year but maybe Puff Daddy and the Family No Way Out 2 maybe probably a zero percent chance of release q-tip the last zulu um q-tip has been talking about this album since 2012 he brought it back up in 2018 um and made it seem like it'd be coming soon kanye is also supposedly executive producing this project so consider this album to be q-tip's detox like dre's album i don't you know he's been talking about it for eight years will we ever get it i don't know and then finally, 2088, which is Big Sean and Janae Aiko. They individually released two songs featuring the other one last year and more songs about each other. They clearly still love working together. So this album isn't that big of a reach. So those are the maybes. Um, movie Man, the Wyoming experience was weird. It's the funniest thing ever. Yeah, Nas said that. Like, he was like, yo, that was a whole, that was a weird thing, man. Um, and that's what i expected so hopefully he get back he gets back to form with a new project that has nothing to do with kanye so that that is it that was a long list like that was a list that in the 65 to 90 plus percent chance of release included drake cole kendrick rihanna usher tierra whack the weekend SZA. That, that's insane like just that alone then you add kid cuddy future frank ocean cardi b big sean bryson tiller 2020 it might be it might be a big deal might be a big deal i think it might if if 80 percent of these albums drop maybe even 75 percent and those albums are half as good as we expect them to be 
this might be one of the best music music years we have in hip hop and R&B in a long time and I'm excited about that. So, that is it for the dig deeper segment. That is it for this week's episode of Thinking Outside the Boombox. Um I thank you all for tuning in to the live stream. Thank you all for the follows. Um I'll probably get a podcast newsletter up um shortly after the episode drops so you can go to the links if you want to go to Coachella or Bonnaroo. You, I'll put that link in there. You can get tickets, see the lineup. Um, but uh, I'm excited for this new chapter of Thinking Outside the Boombox. I'm um, excited that everything worked, that all my videos and everything was, was set. So I'm excited. Um, you already know what it is. TOTB, the podcast, it's up here somewhere. The Twitter, same with Facebook. You can go to the website, thinkingoutsidetheboombox.com. Um, and yeah, um, if you want to hear the old episodes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, pretty much anywhere you can listen to podcasts. And I'm going to mess around uh, within the next week of seeing if I can turn the audio from this episode into an episode that can still be uploaded um, into those streaming services. But that don't take that with a grain of salt. Like I don't know if that'll actually work. It's an experiment. For right now, twitch.tv slash thinking outside the boombox. Uh this is where you can can find the podcast from now on. Uh the Twitter, I'll always announce when I'm going live. Go to twitch.tv slash thinking outside the boombox. There'll be a countdown that'll let you know when the next episode is. Thank you, movie man. Um so I'm excited. Thank you all for tuning in. You already know what it is. This has been Thinking Outside the Boombox, your number one source for hip-hop and R&B news. Peace. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 